Welcome to the Style Stories podcast with me, your host, personal stylist, Lisa Gilby. This is a podcast that discusses style, image and fashion, helps you to get through to your personal style with lots of stylist tips and tricks. Once you know your personal style, it becomes easier to shop. You can shop with intent, you can buy less, but buy better. Have less clothes in your wardrobe, but lots more outfits that really, really work for you. Today is a special Christmas edition of the Style Stories podcast, which we're calling the Christmas Mashup. This year, we started the monthly mashup, and I invite fellow stylists, Sarah, from Sartoria Lab and Sally from Queen Bee Styling to join me as we talk through what we've been seeing in the media, what's been going on in the world of fashion, that kind of thing. This time it's just a special Christmas edition, lots and lots of fun. We kick off with Sally talking about something she's noticed in the media and it doesn't stay serious for very long but we do have a laugh and we talk about our favourite Christmas outfits both for men and for women. I hope you enjoy today's episode. So welcome to the Christmas mashup with Sarah and Sally, the two amazing stylists that have joined me for the last two monthly mashups. Thank you ladies for joining me. Hello. 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 The end of the year, we're going to wrap up the year with a bit more of a fun, relaxed monthly mashup but the Christmas mashup like the end of year mashup because we're all finishing up now to go off on Christmas holidays and all of that stuff and the monthly mashup is is basically just us kind of thinking you know talking about things that have been on our mind in the media all around us like Liz Trust we were talking about who was great at wearing shift dresses but not so good at running the country and like various <laughs> other things that are gonna, <laughs> coming up and I've got on my list today that we're going to talk about we're going to talk about Harry and Meghan, because that's everywhere and everyone's watching it. Madonna's face. Just want to talk about that as well. And um, I'm going to ask you some Christmas questions. So your favourite Christmas songs, your favourite Christmas movie. And also if you've got any party dressing tips. But first of all, before I go into that, is there anything that you want to talk about today in the Christmas mashup that you've noticed around? In the media and around us, who's been wearing what? That kind of Sadly, thing. Sadly, you were just talking about something, weren't you? Uh, yeah, I, I think it's a it's a general thing. Which this, I didn't want to start on a negative note, but I just think, uh, <laughs> just in terms of reading the current situation, and I think we have to do that, don't we? Like with our clients and you know our blogs and things like that. And I've just noticed some magazines just. Um, their must-haves are just way too expensive like we're talking hundreds of thousands sometimes on a on a page for an outfit you know I think I think it was Red Magazines there they chose a, a, a handbag which was you know over five grand I I think I, I that really doesn't sit well with me I think fair enough put it in the magazine but I think to have it as like you know you must have is just doesn't really sit well with what's going on in terms of the the, the rest of the world but no no sorry if well, I started the monthly Christmas mashup on a well, we, a we, no, well we have got a cost of living crisis at the moment fashion is something that brings you joy but, but obviously pe- people who are super rich and can afford a five grand handbag are not affected are they by this no. kind of cost of living they're not touched by it so it just like that kind of article makes us feel sadder yeah <laughs> 
they should think it's out a bit more in terms of what we put out there to to make it affordable and also make it seem like you don't have to always have new things i mean that's part of i mean obviously we service our clients and we spend money there but we do it wisely and we do it so that you know that it has longevity and that it works and you have fewer items and be able to do it more so i think i suppose that's what i feel like and especially what we put out there and what you do in terms of your podcast is to help people you know not have to spend thousands and yeah it just doesn't really sit well with me but yeah you shouldn't have to you shouldn't have to spend thousands it's it's ridiculous it's probably the luxury market trying to come back from from yeah. the pandemic and all of that stuff it is the luxury market doing touched. really well though yeah because well Maybe. again because those people are not touched by mm. they're, they're just not normal really, to spend normal. a lot of money on one like a very Christmassy outfit that you can only wear I mean are they going to be wearing it again next year yeah like, yeah seems yeah no and talking of I mean isn't that a good time to kind of segue into Megan and Harry Harry and Megan it's Harry and Megan, it's not Megan and Harry. Although, yeah. she, what what do we think? Have you watched it, first of all? Uh, um, I have, yeah, yeah. The yeah. Netflix, I'm talking about the Netflix documentary. I've watched one episode. Yeah. What did you think? Because I haven't watched it. I just can't believe it, personally. I just I just think it's, I think that maybe it's because it's not sitting comfortably, comfortably with me because it's never been done before. So the royal family have always been behind the velvet curtain and they are out there in the in the world and all of that, obviously loads. You know, that's something that's mo- the modern royal family get packed and, you know, we all know what happens, Princess Diana and all of that's terrible. But it's 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 sort of it's something really uh, makes me uncomfortable and I don't really like it. And it's putting me, I was a big, huge champion of Meghan because I hate the way she's bullied and I think she's totally I mean just bullied I mean she's just been made this you know figure to attack by the media all the time and I think that's dreadful absolutely awful because she's a human being it just shouldn't be like that but she's not helping herself no because she's just have you changed your view since watching it because I have I think because I started off because when you watch the first episode I feel like it's very sort of schmaltzy and this sort of sad music and I was like oh god sake you know oh here they go whining on but um then actually having watched it I thought she's got a lot to she's got a lot to deal with she wasn't prepared for that the one thing that I found very weird was that Harry didn't like tell her about all the protocols like how to curtsy and you know the fact that she didn't wear stockings and she got slated in the media and or, or types mm. rather um he didn't tell her he didn't tell her what you know what colors mm. to wear so she doesn't want you know match the queen and end up wearing the same color and a lot of those sort of things he wasn't preparing her for i found that very odd that he wasn't sort of saying you know this is how it's done and mm. it, it made me feel like maybe he wanted to be slightly uh controversial in the first place but i did sort of end up feeling sorry for her because it must be awful yeah. to have people camping outside your house and you know like a cameras even inside you must feel like you're living in a cage but I guess that's sort of what she signed up for but that's what she yeah. signed it's up still for awful, isn't it? it's just it's just I thought what I think what doesn't sit well with me is they're caught in publicity so on such a huge scale but yet they're slagging off the media yeah media at the same yeah. time so what it, which is it do you want to be private and away or do you do you want to make a massive Netflix multi-million yeah. pound show and do a podcast that's that's what I feel. I mean, have, I've not watched it, but I I agree with you completely because I feel like if they wanted to, they could have just you know 
gone away, you know, like Wallace and Ed, was it Edward? Yes. Um, yes. And, and just live a life, you know, out in the countryside, low key. But they haven't, you know, they they seemingly want the wealth and the knowledge and they're trading on the thing that they supposedly hate. Because yes. let's face it, they wouldn't be famous if they weren't part of the British royal family. So, you know, they should just relinquish their titles and go and have an easy life. And I'm sure no one would bother them. Yeah, so. there's a bit of, there's a bit of um, you know, you can tell there's a bit of loving the spotlight there. Yeah, I think. Apparently, apparently I read yesterday it's not what, because everyone was like, oh, you know, they're, they're doing this whole thing and they're courting publicity, whereas they said they just wanted privacy. Apparently they never said that in the statement that they made when they said they were leaving the royal life. Right. Which is apparently they never said they wanted privacy. That's what that's what I read yesterday. Yeah. I mean, ultimately he wanted to protect his family and that's I mean that you know that your heart, my heart goes out to them for that because they felt they were hounded and in danger and all of that. So it's interesting though the whole world is watching but it's in the papers all the time. The next thing I was going to talk about and we were supposed to be having today by the way with mince pies and wine. But it, we couldn't make it happen. And even 11 a.m. is just even too early for me. To yeah, I'm on, I'm on the coffee. <laughs> me too. Cheers. I'm on the water. <laughs> Cheers. Um, so I was going to ask you about Madonna's face, which is random. But have you seen lately the images that she's been? I, she, I mean, she's amazing. I love the fact that she's who she is. She is so Madonna, right? She's just yeah. like one and only, always a trailblazer, epic. I loved her when I was a kid. Yeah. I still love her now. I still listen to all her music. She's amazing. I think it's just the plastic surgery. I was just going to ask about that. Crikey. It's yeah. quite full on, isn't it? She looks like mm -hmm. a Barbie. Or, or she looks like she's 20 years old now. It's like it's amazing. It's mental. She's yeah. got that slightly weird alien look about her, which, you know, puts yeah. me off of having any Botox or anything like that. I'm not, I'm not, never say never. I haven't yet, but I just, I feel like they, they almost look one and the same, those sort of homogenized, puffed up, sort of over-surgery people, don't they? Like, what's the point? You've got less wrinkles, but you look like an alien. Like, yeah. is that really desired? Yeah, which looks, you know, which you don't know worse. when to stop. You just look weird and kind of, not yeah. very attractive really although she yeah, does I, kind of look attractive but she doesn't look yeah real well I think it's, if anyone could carry it off it's her yeah but it's yeah. hard isn't it because I think if you are used to that sort of adulation and being in the press and constantly being photographed the only thing I can actually put like compare it to which is not comparing is my wedding day when I knew that I would be the center of attention and boy, did I stress about that. You know, I had facials, I made sure my hair was done. And that's just one day when, let's face it, I'm not going to be splashed over the local paper or, you know, or, or, you know, anywhere near that attention. But I think if you've got that constantly all the time, you've got young people that are coming up and you're up against, you probably do feel the pressure to, to stay young, don't you? Which you shouldn't, but, yeah. you know, I kind of get that. Yeah, yeah. that's huge pressure, isn't there? It is massive pressure. Yeah, being on camera, like close up on camera, all the time, film stars and all of that, that must be really, really stressful, I think. Yeah. But um, I'm sort of really enjoying watching. I think her boyfriend is about 20. I think she's got like a young dancer boyfriend or something. Good for her. Carry on being Madonna. <laughs> That's yeah. what I say. Um, I, I don't know. I, I think it, it's 
good to be a role model, you know, like, um, I'm just trying to think now, like Julianne Moore and, you know, Helen Mirren, they are still, they haven't succumbed to massive, I mean, maybe they have had some sort of work done, but they definitely look quite natural, they're embracing their age, and for me, personally, they're good role models like you know they're yeah. people that I would want to aspire to because hmm. you know I'm not going to have hundreds of thousand pounds worth of plastic surgery even if I wanted to you know I so, wouldn't know I so. mean Helen Mirren I don't think she's had anything done she looks pretty yeah, yeah. and um Andy McDowell looks really good yeah Andy McDowell she's another one and Kristen Scott Thomas was on the Graham Norton show as well and she looks very natural but fantastic but yeah. really really nice so Helen Mirren went to my school did she? Obviously, obviously many years before I was there, but she was there, yeah, St. Bernard's in West Clifford Sea. That's oh. where she went. Oh. Mad, yeah. She's like the alumni, whatever it is, from, from our school. I literally tell everyone that. My husband's heard that about 100,000 times, I think. <laughs> We've, I've never heard that from you before, though. Oh, there you go, then. You yeah, it's quite yes. a nice one to have, isn't it? Yeah. She, did, she went to my school. And... um just while we're talking to famous people at school, Adele went to my son's school. Oh. Yeah, she talked about that maths teacher on stage. Yeah. That was from my son's school in South London, from oh, Chestnut Grove. Really? Yes. Oh, that's nice. I know. Yeah. It's cool. Lisa she went to, went to my well. school. Lisa Moore, <laughs> one who had a baby with Liam Gallagher and Pete Doherty. <laughs> Who's that? She was well. She's Her name again? I couldn't hear. Lisa Moore. Uh, she oh was, yeah, I know, I know. Yeah, I know. she's um, she kind of famous. I don't know what she's famous for other than having a baby by Liam Gallagher and Pete Doherty. But um, yeah, I know who you mean. It. Yeah, exactly. In, and in she Britain. went to your school. <laughs> there you go. I don't know anyone famous that went to my school. I feel left out now. I'm clutching at straws now. Some more. That's hilarious. Right. Any any dress? It was Christmas time, ladies. So, any tips? Party wear. What are your favourite party looks for Christmas 2022? Which is kind of the first post-COVID Christmas where we can all go and mingle and party and be exhausted. <laughs> <laughs> well, I actually bought a sequin top. I think it might have been one through one of your blog. But, oh no, it wasn't yours, Sally, because you said not sequins, didn't you? Everyone but, um... thinks I'm really anti-sequins, but I... <laughs> there's so many sequins around. I actually like sequins, but yeah, anyway. My I... friend, I went to a party and she said, where's something sparkly? I thought, I haven't got anything sparkly. I need some sequins in my wardrobe. So I bought a sequin top and I felt it was quite nice, actually. I felt yeah. quite good. But not for men, not sequins for men. So for no. men, I'd say um, velvet is always helpful. It doesn't have to be like a smart velvet blazer either. There's kind of like velvet, like a denim, like a trucker jacket. So like a denim jacket, but in velvet or like a really casual jacket, chore jacket, that sort of thing. If it's mm. velvet, it always feels Christmassy. Cord always feels a bit Christmassy to me. Yeah. And, then, and I think sometimes you can just give a nod to that Christmas thing, especially with the guys, because they're not going to go too super glitzy, or they might. Um, but if you just wear a green or red, like dark green or dark um, red. What would, if a man was wearing a, a velvet blazer, what would you recommend he wears bottom half? Bottom half, just a, a pair of sort of smart trousers, but I think you can wear them with jeans as well. I think yeah. jeans would be yeah. nice. Yeah, I think jeans, because otherwise it'd be, yeah, sort of too dressed. Otherwise it goes a little bit sort of black tie velvet blazer. Where right. 
got your bow tie and everything, doesn't it? So I think it depends how smart the occasion is. So I think you could go with sort of just smart trousers, but I think you could go with jeans as well. And like a fine knit jumper or even a t-shirt underneath if it was. Yeah, but a t- my husband can't yeah. wear blazers. He looks, he looks. Oh, you told me that. Before. He looks stupid in a blazer. It's really weird. Like we both it's... laugh because we've tried like millions of blazers on him and he just looks. Really? Like Does he idiot. look older? <laughs> it's, it's something about his inherent style. He's just yeah. not a blazer guy. Blazer. He's just not a jacket man. Oh, That's... really? Not no jackets. Not like chore jackets or no jacket required. <laughs> no, no. It's just not. He, he's a bit. He's a bit more t-shirt. He's just casual, casual, yeah. and he just doesn't look right in it. I mean, he could do a tux or a suit. That's a different thing. Yeah, yeah. But a blazer with jeans, it just yeah. doesn't work. It's not him. Yeah, Jay, oh, my husband, he's won't. But I, really? I actually bought him, because his birthday's in November, I bought him a Carhartt um, fine cord, um, oh, like oh, um, nice. burgundy shirt, which is really nice. And he's actually yeah. had compliments from his friends. You know, when like blokes just like, oh, God. Like, every time I buy him something, he just goes, well, I don't know if I like it. Yeah, yeah. He's scared. And then, and obviously the test is when he wears it out to his friends and then they all take the piss or something. That's Sorry. definitely. But, um, that sounds nice. But, uh, yeah, they actually, yeah. actually got compliments. So, well yeah. done, so, Sally. Yeah, Very yeah no, nice. I think actually I did a blog post and I did it on much more casual looks because I remember both of you saying about the blazer thing. And I thought there's loads of stuff out there, you know, where your tuxedo and your velvet blazer and everything. But actually a lot of people don't do that or, you, or your your average um party is just not that dressed up I think and it is maybe going to the pub or going for lunch so I try to put more casual looks together on my blog which I think has been seems to be quite popular I think so. people prefer yeah I've just been looking I'm gonna ask you in a sec Sally about your favorite um Christmas look for this year but I've just been looking on LinkedIn actually someone had a Christmas party last night and there was a guy who was wearing a beaded like amazing like sequin with beads and everything blazer oh. and he had these really cool like glasses on like so it just looked brilliant and if you can carry that off that I love big. it when people dress up it just makes it brings the party I yeah, really yeah. think it does but if you're more of a casual person check out Sarah's blog she's done casual mm-hmm. looks so I think you know it just depends you know my husband would never be, wear a beaded <laughs> he won't wear a blazer i don't think he's gonna wear bead a beaded anything is he absolutely <laughs> not so Sally, what's your favorite party look for this year so um so obviously i don't hate sequins but i did do the blog about i don't hate about sequins mainly <laughs> the reason we're talking about in the sense that you know when i go out over christmas it's not to a glitzy party where i wear sequins it's more you know around the house for drinks or at the local or so it's more low-key so that's why um my sort of go-to is a nice shirt like a really lovely like a silk shirt or a nice pattern with a pair of wide leg trousers and low heels I think that and and the accessories to me are key because I think you know I I love uh big earrings so I I whatever I wear I'll sort of have earrings shoes and a bag that kind of elevate it and make it look a bit more sort of Christmassy if if you know it is a bit of a Christmas do but then I find you know those pieces are stuff that I can wear the rest of the time and that to me is important because I don't want to spend 100 quid on a sequin top that's going to sit in my wardrobe which I have done in the past you know I've got I've got a few sequin things that I don't wear that much so for me I'd rather spend 100 quid on a blouse that I can wear for work or 
uh, other times. So yeah, that's my go-to look. Yeah, I mean, I haven't bought any sequins this year, I've, but I am going to Mexico. I'm not showing off at all. <laughs> I am going on Sunday, and I think it's beachwear. And I'd, I asked, you know, my friend Charlotte who lives there, she's like, no one really dresses up, so it's just it's oh. by the beach. So I'm going to be by the beach this year. You've got I'm to like, take that tinsel though, surely. I'm going to bring the tinsel. I'm going to bring a couple of party <laughs> things, I think. But I love a sequin skirt because I think you can wear them with a t-shirt, with a jumper. It's and to mm. me that's still fairly low key. I think they're really wearable, yeah. and I would, you know, some people even wear those in the day now. There was, yeah. a, you know, so it's it's used to basically used to only save it for Christmas, but now I think that kind of thing is very wearable. So I love a sequin pencil skirt with a big chunky yeah. knit or mm. a t-shirt, boots, leather jacket, easy done. Yeah, they look nice with a shirt as well. Like they look nice, lovely with a shirt. shirt with a pencil skirt, I think. Yeah, I'm just looking at my next my lovely. next questions. But yeah, like a silk blouse with a pencil skirt with a mm. sequin pencil skirt is really nice. Or a That's short nice. skirt. And then I was just going to ask you, um, your so Christmas thing. So are you festive ladies or are you like a bit grinchy and you're like, oh God, get it out of the way? Very festive. I love Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. I, um, I Me too. Yeah. 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 So I, I love, I love, I think lockdown taught me that, that Christmas for me is about the people, you know, it's the chaos of the family coming round and meeting up and, you know, I, I, the Christmas dinner and the, yeah, I, I love the build up to it as well. You know, go, I, I love the lights in Oxford street and Bond street and South Moulton street, you know, I love seeing them and, you know, Bond Street at the moment, the Chanel shop just looks amazing. Like I never go in there and buy anything, but um, it does. I just, I just love that whole sort of festive sort of lights and yeah, just, it's just a nice warm feeling, isn't it? I do like it. I, you, Sarah, you, you love Christmas as yeah, well. Yeah, I love it. I've always loved it. I love all the music. Yeah. I love the crappy films. I love the decorations. I love the food and like, yeah, just getting together with people and having an excuse to go out and party. I mean, I don't love it in when it starts in August, I have to say. Yeah. It's selfages, you know, you go in and they've got all the decoration, <laughs> you're like, really? Okay, yeah, that that sort of, yeah, kind of gets on my nerves slightly. But what, you know, now it gets to now, especially now it's been snowing, amazing. Yeah. So it's really Christmassy. So yeah, I love it, yeah. I do. I mean, I adore, I absolutely adore Christmas. And I think I was saying to you before we recorded that we're, well, we're going to Mexico, but my kids are not happy about that because I think it's that whole, because it's such a magical time of year and everything is special and it's just lovely being at home with your decorations. And like you say, the chaos of people coming around for Christmas dinner, all of that is just so magical. And it's only one time one yeah. time of the year that you can do that and I'm taking them away from that that's how they're seeing it mm. we're going to Mexico where it's hot like Christmas my um my 13 year old said that's not Christmas vibes what do you yeah. mean it's hot <laughs> he's right Lisa I know I feel really bad it's like taking the shine off it for me this year I'm taking the tinsel with you yeah, I don't know. I think they'll be once they're in Mexico and they're in the nice yeah. sunshine and the sea, they might think differently. You I know, hope it's so. A, it's I a do. different Christmas and it makes them commute though. It's nice to compare it and then next year they'll probably be at home. You know, it's not it's not like there's the rest of their Christmas is gonna be in Mexico. I think it's nice. 
Although I've never Absolutely been away not. for Christmas Day ever. I went away to Thailand on Boxing Day, but I've never actually been away from the U- from London on Christmas Day. On Christmas Day. I mean, I, we, we did do a house swap once with our friends who moved to Barbados and they oh. came and stayed in our house in Tooting because they had family here. So they stayed in our house in Tooting and we stayed in their house in Barbados. But the kids were babies. They were lit, they were absolute babies. They didn't know like what was going on. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> it's like the holiday. Yes. <laughs> unbelievable yes exactly that's one of my favorite films we'll talk about that in a minute but (laughs) basically that was that you know because they were kids we didn't they didn't notice babies but now they're teenagers I think a lot of it is they just want to be in their room on the computer talking to their friends and that's that's on Christmas day is that allowed on Christmas day yeah so you know I think they can we've still got wi-fi in Mexico so they can still do that I'm just I'm getting all my guilt out my catholic guilt is coming out I feel yeah. bad <laughs> I'm sure well, I'm forget bad. just taking them to Mexico goodness they, they you know it's not such a bad deal really I, I know it's gonna be epic well I was gonna ask you ladies what your um so I've asked you if you're a Grinch or festive we're all super festive clearly what about your favorite Christmas song Sally what's yours the Pogues yeah, I love it. I mean, I, I quite like Mariah Carey, but it gets on your nerves after a while. Whereas I can always listen to the Pogues. I love that. Yeah, I like that too. I like so my favorite is Stay by East 17. I love oh, it. Good I've got three. One. I've got three. Boney M, Mary's Boy Child. I love that. And driving home for Christmas, Chris Rea. I love that as well. I love them all. Yeah. It's, a bit, it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas I love as well. Yeah. Because that really gets me like in the mood, especially now we're looking out the window and it's literally we've had this snow dump in London. I think this is the end of it though, isn't it? I don't think we're having any more. I don't know. I don't know actually. Sure. I haven't seen any more forecasts. Yeah. I but then it wasn't really forecast either, was it? No, they sort of they no. sort of maybe. Maybe we'll get snow, maybe we won't. I mean, I love the Pogues. I love beginning to look a lot like Christmas. All of it, basically. And that one that's in Home Alone, where they it's um, the Carol of the Bells. Carol Ooh, of the Bells. It. It's like, <laughs> the one in Home Alone is the one. What? I can't remember what that is. No, oh, it's in Home, Home Alone, and it's when he walks in the church, the little boy, and they're sing- the choir is singing it, and it just puts ha- the hairs up on my arms, and I play it every Christmas Eve as well and I just mm. yeah it's so nice it's like choir boys singing it's beautiful oh, Carol of the Bells oh I can't think what that is Christmas films what about your Christmas movies well can I have Die Hard <laughs> yes <laughs> I mean, people say else it's that, not a Christmas but... movie but it but it is but it is isn't it I I love Die Hard a bit of Bruce Willis saving the day in his in his bare feet I think that yeah, that does it for me. Yeah, he's, it. Hot, he's hot Bruce Willis in that film, yeah. In that film, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, leave it there. I'll quit while I'm ahead. <laughs> Sarah, what's yours? Oh, I'm I'm more, I've never seen Die Hard, so it's, it's going to have to be on my list. Um, White Christmas, gotta be White Christmas, or It's a Wonderful Life. I'm going yeah, to. Yeah, I like It's a Wonderful here. Life as well. And then I, I do love love actually as well. Yeah. <laughs> Is that bad? 
apparently it hasn't stood the test of time someone was telling me the other day it's quite sexist and it's a bit like it's a bit dated now oh i don't know i still love it though sorry yeah i do i <laughs> think it's a good film what's your that bit when emma thompson's husband betrays oh, her with that's the, heartbreaking yeah. that's a oh powerful scene that gets oh, time. every time oh. makes me cry every time yeah, when she's like finds the necklace. She knows, doesn't she? She knows. Yeah, and then she has to pull herself together for the kids and go yeah. out with them and look like she's having a lovely time. She just oh, does, doesn't she? She just oh, gathers really. herself and goes out. Whereas I would have gone out there going, You yeah. bastard. <laughs> I've had the suits cut up on the doorsteps. <laughs> exactly. I wouldn't have gathered myself and walked out there. Let me tell you that now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, your husband's listening, Sally, just in case. Yeah, he's upstairs, actually. <laughs> just to make sure he knows. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I, I he doesn't actually calm. wear suits anymore. He might be quite happy with that. <laughs> Best be careful. I'm going to cut off his new cold shirt. I hope he heard. <laughs> Favourite jeans. His lovely velvet yeah, Carhartt shirt. Not exactly. velvet corduroy. Yes. Nice Christmas Carhartt shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Right. Any goals for the new year? Do you do the new year's for final question? Do you, before we wrap up the Christmas mashup, do you do resolutions and what are they? Have you got any? Uh, generally not, I'd say, because I just don't want to put myself under that sort of pressure. I do try to do a plan for my business, which generally says just do you know be a bit more consistent on social media and then yeah. like by January the 5th I'm like I can't bear it and lost the world to live it. so yeah that's about it what about you Sarah oh yeah I do usually do New Year's resolutions but when somebody asked me that it was about September I think I couldn't remember what they were so oh, that, that shows how it's gone so mine are probably going to be the same as last year read more so I did start reading a bit more but that kind of went out the window um and do it doing a plank for a minute each night. Wow, <laughs> that, was, that was my two this year, but I'm going to like redo them next year, I think, because I failed miserably this year. Apparently, Kate Middleton does five minutes plank every morning. Five minutes. Oh, OK. I don't think I could do five minutes. I think I got up to like a minute and a half. But yeah, not five. And then my friend told me I was doing it wrong. And I should be doing an elbow plank and not on my hands. So you can do either. They both you can do on your hands okay. or you can do an elbow. Yeah. Yeah. Mine's exercise related, health, always health related. Mine, it's always to be healthier and look after myself more. And just it's got to be more you know. specific than that, though, hasn't it? Yeah, just kind of, I think probably exercise three times a week. I want to do something three times a week, even yeah. if it's just go for a little, a short <laughs> run. Yeah. That's, that's, that's my goal because I was meant to be for Mexico countdown to getting my bikini on. I was going to be, I was like, right, I'm going to run every day this week because I've been eating mince pies and going out for lots of lunches and things, as you know, as I've been telling you, ladies, and it's all just been a bit indulgent. I can't run in this. I'll fall no. over and break my hip. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. That's, so that's, that's, that's a sense of choice not to run. Yeah, I don't think it's worth it, because, yeah, you don't want to be laid up from Mexico, do you? Exactly. 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 I'm yeah. not risk. I can run when I'm there on the beach. Right. Thank you yeah. so much, ladies. Happy Christmas to everyone. Happy Christmas. Christmas. Have Bye. a wonderful Christmas.
As always, thank you so much for listening to my podcast, the Style Stories podcast. I hope you have found some of the topics that we cover useful. Do get in touch if there's anything in particular you would like me to cover next year. I'm starting to work on getting lots of exciting guests on the show. We're going to be kicking off again in early February. So have a lovely, lovely Christmas with your family. Have a really nice time and I will see you back in February 2023.